When European settlers first arrived here in the Piedmont, white-tailed deer were plentiful. But within a century, those populations were practically wiped out from overhunting. Today, about a million of the animals call North Carolina home, and they're so adaptable, they can be found in just about every type of habitat, including neighborhoods like the west side of Winston-Salem, where Donna Jaffe and her husband live. So last year, I often saw a doe and twin fawns come into my yard and, and eat my vegetables and my wildflowers. And the fawns would play together. And then later in the season, I would see just the fawns. Mom told them, you can go up there in in that yard, but stay together. Uh, (laughs) So they'd stay together. These days, that's about par for the course, according to North Carolina Wildlife Resources biologist Jason Smith. We are getting a little more phone calls than normal, you know, about deer eating shrubbery and landscaping in urban areas, you know, as it is expanding moving into their habitat and deer are very generalist and they learn to adapt especially if there's a good nutrition food source and they feel safe and secure in these urban areas and oftentimes urban areas don't have hunting Uh, some cities do they allow urban archery hunting but the cities uh, that don't have that the population don't really have a real good control mechanism you know to help uh, keep the population um, sort of in check, as in the rural, more rural areas where you have hunting and these deer are being harvested, it sort of keeps the population from increasingly expanding. As the number of urban deer continues to grow, that can put a strain on the animal's relationship with their two-legged neighbors, us. The maximum number of deer or other animal species that a human population will tolerate forms what Smith calls the cultural carrying capacity, and it varies from person to person. Thankfully for the deer family and Donna Jaffe's backyard, the only shots she's taking are photographs chronicling their development as the seasons come and go. This year, I've started seeing two grown-up-sized deer come in. They seem to be together. They seem playful, as if they're young. Maybe they're yearlings. Maybe they're last year's spotted fawns. But they seem to be playing together. One time, I actually saw the two of them rear up on their hind legs and spar like boxers. (laughs) It's an amazing thing. So, do twin fawns remain playmates after they're all grown up? These fawns, you know, they'll stay together. If they're twins, you know, they will stay together and be cared for by their mother uh, throughout weaning, which generally occurs at two and a half to four months old. And uh, then once they're weaned, they will still continue to be together and reside with the doe for the first year. And then um, where the difference is will be yearling does and bucks. So, Yearling bucks, they will they will disperse and leave the area and begin establishing their own home range. And this can be up to three to five or more miles from where they were raised. But for the yearling does, you know, they, they generally will stay in the area where they're born and they can often form family groups. Phones are distributed equally on the landscape when they're born. So it's most likely that twins would be one buck and one doe, but there's a possibility that that could be um, two doe phones that were born and they could still reside in the area. But, but if it's a buck, he's going to uh, leave the area. It's a potentially storybook ending for our twin fawns playing together side by side in their own little deer herd in Winston-Salem. 
but the fun is relatively short-lived. Does typically survive in the wild for just three to six years, bucks two to five. For WFDD, I'm David Ford. Support for Carolina Curious comes from Bowie's Market, Winston-Salem.